It's Tyler Dene and Fuzzy joined by our friend Ryan Harding from CTV Morning Live, normally here to deliver an excellent and accurate weather forecast. But right now, Fuzzy, we got to address something awkward that happened between Ryan and Danae in a text exchange. Yeah, and there's you guys won't even look at each other right now. It's very, it's very bizarre. Yeah, We're not having wrong. a hard time making eye contact. Well, it all started in a very uh, plutonic and friendly way where Danae invited Ryan out for a pride after party beer. <laughs> yeah, I just shot Ryan a text saying, hey, are we getting our day drinking on tomorrow following the parade? And then I set my phone down and came back to, what, five, six text messages yeah. sent, in a, sent in a tizzy. Explain what you sent back to me. Well, let me start from the beginning here, <laughs> if I may. Okay. There's an individual at this workplace who I have good rapport with, and she accidentally said goodbye, lover, when I was leaving work right. on the Friday. <laughs> Her first name is kind of similar to yours, yes, and I is. have last names as CTV oh, in my phone. Okay. So I thought it was her, and so making a joke, I replied, yes, lover. <laughs> <laughs> and then when you didn't respond right away, I double-checked who it was, and apologies like, to your husband. Why, why, why aren't you laughing at the lover joke? I thought that was like an inside thing. Oh, know. wait, you're married! Yeah. <laughs> and as a result, you still can't look at Danae. <laughs> no, 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 true. True. Yeah. true. Uh, it was funny, and you apologized quickly, and I apologized for setting my phone down for about 10 minutes and causing you extra stress. No apologies from you, need it. It's all me. Uh, if you have a uh, text you sent recently that made you not able to look someone in the face <laughs> when you saw them next time, hey, tell us about a text 985985. Lock eyes, Ryan, Danae, it's all we good. Got it. Okay, we're good <laughs> now. It was we're good. Just a mistake. <laughs> Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Just like my long, flowing golden locks blowing in the wind, this podcast is free. Subscribe so you never miss an episode. 985 Virgin Radio. Worst date Wednesday. Worst date Wednesday. If you are new to the city or new to the show, welcome to your new favorite thing on the radio Yay! in Calgary. A celebration of the absolute worst stories about trying to date in this city. Not that there's not hope for you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> not that there's and not reason to be optimistic. Everything's fine. This is not going to help you feel like the dating and dating world is doomed. Sometimes you got to kiss a few toads before you find your prince charming, right? There we go, Fuzz. That's good positivity. That is correct. Here to join us on Worst Date Wednesday is our friend Audrey. Uh, so I think I was in my early 20s, and I came at 20 years old, and I was uh, I had a date with this guy I met off Tinder. And we talked over the phone and everything seemed great. Like we were really compatible and we had good conversation. So I set up a date with him and uh, I guess I got there a few minutes before him. So I sat down and I ordered myself something to drink. And then a few minutes later, this strange person who I didn't recognize at all walked up to me and sat down right in front of me, didn't really even introduce himself or anything, just kind of sat down, so I literally thought some random person had just come sit <laughs> at the table with me. Who were you expecting to show up? What did his photos look like when you matched with him? He was, like, this really hot-looking, like, I don't know, cowboy-looking guy. <laughs> he seemed pretty, like, normal, like, nothing, like, crazy, but... I don't know where he got his photos from, but it was believable, at least. And uh, then this other guy who was obviously shorter, 
didn't have even the same eye color. Wow. Or, like, even the skin pigmentation was off. Like, it was just, there's no way that this was the same person. Like, bone structure, everything. You were expecting Rip from Yellowstone, and you ended up with a rodeo clown. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, literally, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. So what do you do? Uh, Well, like, it was obvious that he didn't look like his photos, and I was kind of shocked at first. So when he sat down and was like, hey, I'm so-and-so, I was like, oh, hi, Audrey, nice to meet you. (laughs) But, you know, after a few minutes, I was like, "I'm, I'm really sorry, but, like, you don't look like your photos at all. Like, I... I was expecting someone completely different. I'm a little shocked right now. And he was like, oh, yeah, actually, it's uh, it's because I am a cancer survivor and the chemo and radiation treatment, it made me look different. Wow. I know. I was like, oh. Then again, I was like, what do you even say to that? Like, yeah, that's awkward. Didn't want to be rude or call him out or anything like that, but it was just like so such a blatant lie. Right. Like, do you think he was lying about the cancer, too? Like, you say the eye color was different. Yeah, like, eye color, even the color of his skin was off. Like, there was no way this guy was the same person. Dishonesty is dishonesty, and a red flag is a red flag, Audrey. Oh, yeah. Luckily, I was able to, like, come up with an excuse and leave a few minutes after that, but... Holy smokes, I was really taken aback. I don't think I went on Tinder ever again. (laughs) (laughs) Still lots of potential for good dates to happen in Calgary. Yeah. Just not during Worst Date Wednesday. (laughs) You won't hear about those at this point, no. That's that's the thing. I I would even argue that Best Date Wednesday wouldn't even be that entertaining. No one's listening to Best Date Wednesday. Come on now. (laughs) Uh, Coming up, our friend Jessica joins us with a story about the guy who couldn't even stay awake. Worst date story, probably when on a first date, my date fell asleep during a movie and started snoring. Oh, oh no. Yikes. Was this at the theater or was this like a Netflix and chill situation? It was at the theater. Um, it was, you know, a quiet movie. So it was very loud. Um, and I didn't know him that well, but I had to like nudge him because people were getting upset, you know. So it was just, yeah, really weird. That right there is a scenario that should only happen with someone you're very familiar with. (laughs) Like, that should be a one-two-year relationship at the least. To have to wake up the guy who's snoring and annoying everybody in the theater, that is intense. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Yeah, I mean, how could you fall asleep on a first date to begin with? It's just, it was really odd. I gotta know who chose the movie. Um, I did. Ooh, see, also further insult, right? Like, oh, you don't find the things that I find interesting, interesting at all, so much to the point that you fell asleep. Exactly, yeah. He could have just said, like, oh, I'm not, you know, probably not going to be into that one, but he maybe was being nice and then fell asleep. I don't know. (laughs) But, you know, sometimes things happen and you have no control over things because uh, I remember we went to Vegas one time and we had it, it was we caught a late flight we arrived and literally the one of the first things we did was we went and saw a show one of one of the Cirque shows paid like over a hundred dollars for the seats and everything and it was an unbelievable show it's one of those shows it was Ka and everybody talks about how amazing Ka is it's one of the greatest Cirque shows ever. You fell I was so incredibly tired, I could not keep my eyes open. Oh, wow. Maybe in his defense, he just had a hard day. <laughs> and he, he, you know, maybe he didn't sleep well the night before, and he couldn't keep his eyes open, and... <laughs> 
I don't know. I'm just trying to make an excuse for this poor guy. <laughs> Kylie's not hearing the excuses. <laughs> Could have oh, yeah. narcolepsy. That could be a thing, oh, too. Maybe it's a condition. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't ask. <laughs> we're, we're, we're guessing that was the, uh, the last time you guys hung out, huh? It was. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't going that well anyway, so maybe he was, like, bored with me, too. That made him fall asleep. So it was all around just not great, so it was fine. If you are just hearing this for the first time because you're new to the show, Fuzzy, how would you describe the gloriousness and the awkwardness that happens on Worst Date Wednesday? These are stories about dates that you went on with somebody that you would probably never, ever want to see again in your life. And this may be one of the cringiest stories of all time. Cringe face from here on out. It's so bad. Uh, Our friend sharing it has asked to remain anonymous. So me and my sister actually used to work together at a restaurant, and she was a cute little host, and I was a server. We always came in together, always left together. Everyone knew we were siblings, and a new chef started, and he had an interest in me, and I thought he had an interest in me for me, and my sister for me, but... That wasn't the case. He was actually interested in my sister, and he decided to tell me on, I think it was our third or fourth date. What? He didn't want to um, go to jail again. <gasps> again? He deci- again. So he decided that he would settle for the overage sister mm. and you know, still be able to see my sister once, you know, if things ended up going somewhere. Holy smokes. How do you react in that moment? I honestly, I didn't even know, and it didn't really click into my head until I left, and I told my sister, and she was like, no, that's it. (laughs) Never again. Never. You're never seeing him again. So did you you guys quit the job at that point in time, or did you still have to work with him? Um, He actually got fired because they found out about his criminal record. There you oh, go. Okay, there we go. Yep. Yeah, so we stayed for a bit and then, yeah. Wow, wow, wow. Oh, I am so sorry that both you and your sister had to deal with that. Yeah, me and my sister kind of go around in pairs, so it kind of happens, but it, that was the first while she was underage. Oh, yikes. Wow. Well, yeah. thank you very much for sharing that story on Worst Date Wednesday, our very good anonymous friend. Of course. Have a great day, guys. When uh, dates go bad, this is where they come to live in all of their horrible, horrible glory. Here's Janice. Yeah, so it was my birthday, and, like, we had gone out to a movie, and he's like, hey, like, do you want to come back for pizza? And I was like, hey, whatever. Like, yeah, it's my birthday. Like, sounds good. Like, I have nothing else to do. So I was like, I don't want to be alone on my birthday. So sure. Anyways, go back to his house. And it was literally, like, just an empty house, a little plastic chair in the kitchen, and, like, a side table. And then when we went upstairs, his TV was on boxes, and his bed was just a mattress on the floor. And it didn't even have bedding. It was, like, a throw blanket. Oh! That's not a house. It looks like that man is squatting. Yeah. He was 35. And I was like, okay, like, maybe he's moving or, like, whatever. Like, I understand people are low income. And I was like, oh, how long have you lived here? And he was like, oh, a couple years. And I was like, oh, my gosh, like, am I going to get murdered tonight? (laughs) That is a little bit scary. Just, like, nothing. Like, were there even, like, pictures on the wall or anything? No, no, there's nothing. Oh, that does get, like, major, like, Dexter vibes for some reason. I don't know why. I was taller than he was, so I was like, whatever, I could take him. But... (laughs) 
birthday. You are too early. So I was like, whatever. And I stayed there. I literally stayed up awake, laying on my back for like probably like six hours. And I got up and I was like, yeah, I gotta go to work. And then I left. Oh, <laughs> holy cow! Oh man. And I remember texting him, being like, hey, like I just like I'd like to be friends, kind of thing. And he was like, oh, you know what? I'm so tired of this. Like all these girls saying they just want to be friends. Just give me a chance. Feelings take time. And I was like, no, honey. No. <laughs> No, no. Feelings don't take time. But if you want me to take you to HomeSense so you can like be okay with the next yeah, girl, yeah, yeah. I will do that. Yeah, I was like, let me be your friend and let me help you so you don't screw the next one up. Wow. Oh, let him down easy, at least it sounds like. Yeah, and then he just sent me pictures of pigeons around Calgary for like three months afterwards. Oh, oh. Like a super strange dude. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. That's my, my worst date and worst birthday story. <laughs> I was literally like, how bad could it be? Like, it was bad. <laughs> Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Where you are the star of the show. Yep, surprise. You're being interviewed at 7 in the morning. Wake up. 98.5 Virgin Radio. Welcome to a fun conversation on what you call it Wednesday. This is where we talk about all the different things that we all call the same thing. And right. today we want to know, what do you call that thing that you use to operate the TV in your home? Usually it sits right there in the palm of your hand. Yeah, now, Tyler, we, we are on purpose not saying what it is called for most people because yeah. we don't want to bait the conversation. We don't want to... We want to sway talk. things. Yeah, we, so we want to talk about the thing that you remotely use to control your television. <laughs> well, even yes. saying remotely use is already saying like a name for it. That's true. It's like saying what kind of Kleenex do you blow your nose with? Right, yeah, exactly. It's, yeah, it's tissues. We were uh, shocked to hear uh, a coworker of ours. We were in like a, a shared space where there's a TV, there's a bit of like a, a sitting area where if you wanted to, you could like hang out and like watch Netflix during lunch or whatever. And uh, they go, man, I'd love to turn on this TV, but I don't see the doofer. <laughs> What's a doofer? What? And it was one of those moments where everyone just immediately stopped what they were doing. What is this person looking for? Yeah. Everyone stared at her where it was like, the doofer? And she goes, yeah, the doofer. What did you guys call it in your house? And everyone's like, I've never heard the doofer before. No. Well, it's because you hit the buttons to do for turn on the TV. Well, that, that actually kind of makes sense for, for a reason. Because we're up. like, we're like, why do you call it the doofer? They're like, actually, I don't know. My dad just always called it the doofer. Uh, her dad is apparently like from England. That's what they called it over there was, oh, no was the doofer. But if you say, yeah, it's that, uh, press the button on the doofer and then a doofer what you wanted to do for you. Change the channel. Hey, hit the source on the doofer. I want to play PlayStation. What can I don't it do understand. for me? What can it do what for you? It do? <laughs> Does it do for anything else? No, just wow. changes the channels of the TV. That yeah. is the most obscure thing I have ever, ever heard it called. Absolutely. Because uh -huh. obviously we posted this on our social media, and the number one answer that people call the thing that you use to control your TV is remotely. remote. Yeah, yeah remotely, remotely control is the remote. Is the yeah. most common answer. Doofer, that is out there. We know listening right now, there's a chance that either you or somebody you know, maybe it was the first time you went over to their school, to their house after school when you were a kid, mm -hmm. and all of a sudden someone said, hey, over there, 
give me the clicker. And you're like, what's what's the clicker? What's clicker? Maybe it was called the flicker. And you're yes. like, what, yeah. were, was there a time where the, the, the shape of these devices was different? Where you had to flick it? Like you had well, to. Well, I think it's like, because my dad called it a flicker. Well, and you then flick the channels, right? Flicking through the channels. The flicker, because you flick through the channels. Yeah. But like the, the motion of flicking, like yeah. wouldn't that hurt your finger on a hard plastic know. thing? Like a I flicker? I don't know if that's what it was. All I know I, is yeah. that I called it flicker in front of my friends when we moved to Saskatoon from Loon Lake. And they all laughed at me. And then it's been a remote ever since. So at your house, just straight up remote. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Fuzzy, if you're looking remote. for that thing that's always lost, it's remote. the remote. Yeah. My favorite answer so far is people call it that thing that's always lost. <laughs> that yeah. thing I yeah. rage over yeah. when I can't find. The uh, name of the uh, channel changer actually caused a uh, awkward moment for Kayla when she was uh, assimilating into a new family. When I moved in with my boyfriend, my, my youngest stepson corrected me. When I asked him, I'm like, where's the channel changer? He's like, you mean the remote? <laughs> and I'm like, no, it's the channel changer. And he's like, he's like, I don't know where you come from, but Whoa. here we call it the remote. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah, he completely, like, bugs me all the time. He's like, oh, do you need the channel changer? <laughs> I'm like, yes, I do. <laughs> That must be awkward. You're new to the family. You're trying to, like, be all good with everything. And then you immediately get, like, super sass and shut down <laughs> over what you call the thing that makes the TV happen. We just bug each other all the time, so it's fine. But it's like, what do you mean it's not the channel changer? <laughs> we got a text from Kristen as well to 985-985 saying, my parents called it the... Selector. The okay. selector. <laughs> Select, says, yeah. yeah, still get made fun of for calling it that. I've never heard of that. When I uh, met Kelly's family for the first time, it was the converter, and I just uh. thought, this is the strangest thing ever. Right. And I had it explained to me a million times, know what it does, and I'm like, no, but it just feels like if something's a converter, yeah. it should be like something that makes a spaceship happen, <laughs> not just the freaking TV. Yeah. Well, and I think that that's the thing with old, an older generation with grandparents and Whatnot, because they had a box that sat on top of the TV that converted the cable to the what's called. So oh. that's what that was. Interesting, but still kind of weird to call the thing that controlled the converter the converter but also. It was, but it was part it was of it. All part of it, right? right? So. Oh, interesting. That's so uh, so strange. The coolest answer we've had so far comes to our fresh from Claudio. When it comes to that thing that uh, operates the TV, what you call it? Yeah, no, so we were Spanish-speaking, right? So we just called it El Control. Ooh, oh. that sounds cool. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Now, Claudio, if I was to say El Control, it's not the same because I feel like when you say it, yeah. you're like rolling your R's and it sounds kind of <laughs> sexy. Yeah, no, because, uh, yeah, like if you went to like the grandparents, like you were not allowed to touch the remote, right? <laughs> <laughs> so it was like, it was control, right? Because el control, like pasame el control was pasame the, the remote, right? The, but um, yeah, like it was, you were not allowed to touch it or anything. Well, it was like he who he who holds El Control. He is the one who, or she is the one who is in control. Yeah, yeah, in control. Yeah. Shout out to Bree texting on uh, what you call it Wednesday, saying uh, my grandma used to call it the flickadicka. So when we were little, I had no idea when she she would say, "Can you pass me the flickadicka?" And I was like, "What the heck is a flickadicka?" And I and she was like the thing where you turn all, like to turn all the channels. And I'm like oh the remote. And she's like no the flickadicka. And I was like 
Whatever, Grandma. God rest her soul. She's a fabulous woman. But yeah, we call it the the flickadicka in our house. <laughs> Amazing. So, it, do you know where she got that from? Like, where's she from originally? Like, she's from Calgary. Like, no idea where she got it from. She's a fabulous old soul. She had such fun names for things, and she was she was fabulous. <laughs> she sounds like a delight. <laughs> Yes, she was. So, yeah, you uh. can call it the flick dicka That's what we call it in our house. I also like the idea your grandma's like, uh, hey, who wants to watch the boob tube? Let, grab the flick dicka <laughs> Right? She would always say, because Young and the Restless would always come on at 4 o'clock, and she'd say, where's the flick dicka I got to watch the Young uh, and the Restless at yeah. 4 o'clock. Okay. <laughs> right? Incredible. Bree, thank you so much for sharing about your Thanks, grandma. Guys. We love We love listening to you guys. We listen to you guys every morning on our way to school, fun dancing. We love it. Aw, thanks okay. so much, Bree. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. As great as as Bree's flickadicka is there, I think this may be the perfect period on the conversation about what you call it for the remote on a Wednesday, and that's the battler. Because as kids, we fought over it all the time. Oh. <laughs> and then one day you win the battle of being old enough to be yeah. in control of yeah. it. Because I don't know if it was the same in your house, Fuzzy, but my dad was the remote master until <laughs> we got to be a certain age. Now, son, I pass it down to you, you and go. you can be in control of the battler. Thanks for that text, Dan. Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. 98.5 Virgin Radio. It's Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy here to learn something this morning. University students are uh, back to school, and uh, we're sitting here right now about to have some type of a, uh, a chemistry lesson, Fuzzy. Yeah, this is the kind of lesson where you realize if you're going to have chemistry with that person across the room or not. <laughs> huh? nice. Physical chemistry. Ah. <laughs> wink, wink. Uh, no, they, this, there was a study, and it basically says that people who drink mojitos are the best in bed. Oh, huh. oh, my goodness. This is so intriguing. Is it simply because they know how to, like, say fancy words like mojito? <laughs> yeah, sure. Mojito. They know P- the J-Silent? <laughs> no, this is what people think. So they they saw, they saw asked 2,000 different people, and uh, the, the poll found that people who drink mojitos and margaritas are most likely to have the best sex life. Uh, they found that beer drinkers are most extroverted. Uh, they say that margarita fans are more introverted. Uh, people who prefer sangrias are more likely to have at least five friends, like really, really close friends. Uh, people who drink sex on the beach, like the shots of the cocktails, uh, they say that they're most likely to suggest watching a horror movie. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if this is related to the whole sex life thing, but uh, people who drink Bloody Marys or Caesars are the most adventurous and more most likely to say yes to anything. Oh, interesting. <laughs> I was going to say people who drink Caesars are most likely to be hungover <laughs> and having brunch. Fair enough. Which could lead to be like, I already made bad decisions last night. Fair enough. Yeah. What's another one here yeah. at uh, here at the restaurant? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So if you if huh. you're if you're out somewhere and you see somebody sipping on a mojito or possibly a margarita, just sidle on over and go, hey. I don't know if you know this or not, but they say people who drink mojitos are... Don't say it like that, though. It's at the very least. I was just going to say, you'll probably get slapped real quick. And hey, they're going to have good breath because they got that mint swirling around in there. So, you know, that's 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 a plus as well. Okay, if you're a lady, you can do that. If you're a dude, never say that. (laughs) Hey, so I noticed uh, you're drinking... It reminds me of a creepy dude voice that Danae does with with Two Lies, One DM, which is coming up in an hour, but boy. Uh, I used to have a, a bit... Because the mojito is a delicious, refreshing yeah, drink. Yeah, like yeah. it's 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 oh, incredible. Yeah. yeah. Whether you're at the beach or you want to feel like you're at the beach or whatever, but I would always like be sitting there and I'd be like, uh, 
can I get a mojito? And I'd always ask it like that, can I, can I get one? And they're like, you can have whatever you want, man. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But can I get that in a dirty glass? Because for some reason, it just felt like it made it more badass. Because <laughs> like they were like, mojito. Like, I feel like you say it, oh, mojito. Yeah. But if I ask it for a dirty glass, maybe that's just yeah. because yeah. I'm just asserting my my sexual prowess there in some way. There you right. go. You're so right. yeah. adventurous. Yeah, so adventurous. I, I like dirty. Di- I, oh, boy. Di- boy. <laughs> we learned a lot. In the Apparently. last couple of minutes. Yeah, that got, that got awkward uh, real fast. <laughs> but I guarantee you, the next time you're out for drinks with friends, yep. you'll be staring at everybody's, what everybody's got going. What you got? Mm, I wonder what they're like. Let's go. 98.5. Virgin Radio. Now back to Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Real, fun, and all about Calgary. Tyler and Fuzzy in the studio up on Coach Hill. Danae is... On a mission this morning. <laughs> yes, she is. Of Mackie goodness. In fact, her name is not even Danae today, based on this epic quest we have upon us. My name is not Danae today. It's it's the Mac Queen. Because I, I am handing out all the Mac goodness to all of the people of Mount Royal University. So I'm literally Mac and Cheese royalty today, you guys. So what this really means is uh we're going Mac to school and handing out free macaroni and cheese to hungry students because we know even at this point of the school year, two days in, we're probably already broke. Oh, absolutely. The cost of tuition, books, those back-to-school parties, that breaks you real, real quick. So dinner is on us in the form of a box of mac and cheese. And it's funny because the big guys, Big Mac, okay, the, uh, the craft Dinner people, they actually just released a stat today on how much, how many boxes of craft Dinner everybody consumes per province. And Alberta actually comes in at number three of the entire country. The average Albertan consumes three boxes of mac and cheese a month. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, so this is like one of those monthly meals on us this morning. So we're going to be hanging out at the uh, Mount Royal Bus Terminal and hooking up some uh, hungry students with maybe an after-school snack. Maybe this is going to help power them through their studying and all that good stuff. Or let's be honest, maybe it's going to help them after a night out on the town once they get home. Hey, <laughs> just look for the girl in the yellow blazer with bedazzled letters on her back that say Mac Queen. Hundreds of boxes of mac and cheese for hungry cougar students this morning. <laughs> we'll see you out there. Fuzzy, you and I actually helped Danae with this major we fashion did. statement. Yeah, yeah, we uh, we actually did a decent job of it, yeah. I think. I think we got all the letters on there yep. uh, in the right order. That's yep. that's always a bonus. And, uh, and we even taped them down so that hopefully they don't fall off. Yeah, that's the thing when you're trying to take... Uh, dollar store uh, sticker <laughs> glittery blue letters and put them on somebody's, somebody's yeah. blazer that's yeah. the color of macaroni and cheese. Sometimes they don't stick so well. I might have some explaining to go home, do when I go home covered in blue glitter, though. So. Yeah, there always is uh, that situation. But these are the uh, sacrifices we're willing to make to feed the hungry students Absolutely, of Calgary. Yeah. We're at Mount Royal this morning. And hey, Sate, hey, U of C, we see you and we will be there with more Mac to School this week. 98.5 Virgin Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Real, fun, and all about Calgary. Our good friend Danae is uh, outside the bus terminal near Mount Royal University with a very special mission today. Today we're trying to help the hungry students of Calgary go Mac to school. Paint us a picture of what is going on right now. Well, first of all, 
nice little shake of the old mac and cheese box there for you. Uh, yeah, we're just outside of the uh, Mount Royal University bus terminal here this morning, trying to help hungry students head back to school. Good morning. Would you like a box of, uh, of, of mac and cheese to head back to school? You're okay. Okay. So uh, we are learning that maybe the Mount Royal University students are a little bit more health conscious. They're conscious. There's been a couple of students that have said, no, that's okay. Trying to start things off on the right foot here. Uh, but Oh, hey, good morning. Would you like, would you like a box of my craft dinner here? Yeah. Yep. 98.5 Virgin Radio, helping you head back to school. Back to school, you're very welcome. Uh, yeah, I mean, people are excited to come back to school. We did have uh, one girl that we talked to. Uh, her name's Tegan, and I was like, here, go back to school. She's like, I don't have a backpack. I can't be that girl the first day of school walking around with just a bunch <laughs> I think the problem like, today maybe I think the problem here may be that students haven't hit that level of desperation yet. Uh, right? Yeah. We're at the start of the semester. You've just got you gotten your student loan money. Mom and dad maybe just dropped you off at university. So you've got a fridge full of stuff things. So uh, uh, of stuff still. So I think that might be the part of the concern. Oh man, maybe I should be doing like Mac to school posts like I don't know, it's like November study week or something like that when things are a little bit more intense. Right. Um, But no, students super, super excited to be heading back to school. So that's good and positive, I guess. Uh, But we're going to find some more here today. We're learning the stats from Craft Dinner that, you know, a ton of people, three boxes a month for the average Albertan. So I know we're going to get some of this uh, mac and cheese handed out. And, you know, they might think it's a little weird to be carrying it around during campus and holding it and stuff like that. But think of the friends they're going to make tonight if they all go out partying and they know that there's that one girl that's got that box ready and waiting for devouring. <laughs> that is so perfect. That's why we're going uh, Mac to school. And Danae Lurie has hundreds of boxes of macaroni and cheese ready for hungry students near Mount Royal University. So to get out there and get yours. And if not, hey, bring it back here and we'll have ourselves a nice uh, <laughs> a nice uh, lunch, oh, a nice okay. supper, Mac party. a nice breakfast, <laughs> Mac to school. The man child, sasky girl, and the girl dad of two dogs. One who actually likes him. Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Subscribe so you never miss an episode. 98.5 Virgin Radio.